Hello, 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 ladies. Good afternoon. How is everyone doing on this beautiful Sunday? Welcome to A Queen's Roundtable, episode number 20. I am your host, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison, and I do this every second and fourth Sunday of the month. I bring on a female entrepreneur, and we basically just kind of talk openly and candidly about entrepreneurship, and we end off on a teachable note. They all share very, very valuable information for female entrepreneurs to help you up-level your business. And that's what we all want, right? So without further ado, I'm going to let my guest introduce herself. Hey, everybody. It is a pleasure to be here this Sunday. My name is Dion. Um, I am the founder and, I don't know, lead, I guess, um, for the Ziva Group. We are a virtual assistant and online business management firm. Um, we don't necessarily specialize in a particular industry, um, but we work really hard to provide the behind-the-scenes support services that every business needs. We're sort of your one-stop shop. Wow. Excellent. 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 So, Dion, if you can go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where did you grow up? Are you from a large family? And lead us up to your why. How did this, how did your business start? Um, let's see. I happily married. I live a very non-traditional life. Um, I have, we live on a ranch in the middle of the Mojave Desert uh, with horses and chickens and dogs and, and all that good stuff. Um, and I am the proud mother of three boys and one girl. Um, my boys are range in ages from 25 to 24 to 30. And my uh, youngest is uh, 11 going on 35. Um, and... <laughs> um, my why, I basically do what I do because I find that entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mompreneurs, any of the preneurs that you want to put together um, can utilize my 20 plus years of corporate experience um, in sales and marketing and overall business management um, to enhance their business. Um, I work really hard to be affordable, um, but I don't always give people everything they want which is work within their budget to give them the best possible services that they need at that moment. Um, so that sometimes is good. Sometimes is a challenge. Um, I do a lot of teaching and coaching as well with my clients, especially when they're new to business, they're getting their first virtual assistant or they're hiring someone to help them through the process. Um, I do a lot of online, um, I, you know, virtual coaching and just really working with them to help them understand not just their why, hopefully they know their why, um, but who their ideal customer is, where they are, and the most cost-effective ways to reach them in those places. Um, and do a lot of education on um, the proper methods of delegation and how to get tasks done and stay on task and be goal-oriented um, in your business so that you can um, do that. I, I tell people big picture vision and chunking it into nice little small chunks that you can that are bite size um, so that we can set a goal and reach a goal and then we're you know that way we're always feeling accomplished and not feeling overwhelmed or caught in the overwhelm of um, of the business so that's what I like to do um, I do a number of other things but that's what I like to do my why is because I like my life on my ranch I like my quiet life I like being here um, I like the simple Simple things. I like making my husband breakfast before he goes to work. Um, I like being here with dinner when he gets home. I like a lot of those things. Those are my whys, really. Um, it's just to lead the life. This still be an active member of the community, but to do so on my own terms. Okay. I like that. So, ladies, I want to say that. Any of you that, you know, join us, please let us know if, you know, at any time, if you have any questions or any concerns, you want us to repeat something. And definitely if you can't hear us. OK. Um, yeah. Then that way we can make some adjustments. OK. So please let us know. And again, we want your feedback. I mean, this is, you know, this is for the community to help us all learn and grow. Right. So I'll say again, I'm very honored to have you here on the show. 
And <laughs> so, you know, so, sometimes it's like I may have, you know, I may have so many different things I want to say or ask you. And I try to save them because I don't want to interrupt you. But just even hearing about about the farm, that's a. Uh, that's very interesting to me. <laughs> you know, you don't typically hear about that, but, you know, now nowadays. And and I'm I'm sorry, tell me again, you live where? I live in a little town called Newberry Springs, just outside of Barstow, California. I'm about 25 miles east of Barstow on your way to Vegas, literally the middle of the Mojave Desert. Okay. <laughs> the okay. middle. All right. There's nothing my closest neighbor short of yeah, short of short of the the property uh, folks that manage the property, my closest neighbor is probably about a mile away. So. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's not <laughs> okay. So, and and I, obviously, you and your husband, like like, how long have you guys been been living there? Is that was that like something that that you guys both had in common, or? No, actually, we've we've lived here now for about two years, um, but I will probably never go back to big city living. Um, I probably should have been born in the country and never left. Um, I like the quiet, the peace. I like the nature. Um, it's actually, it's just good for my sanity. It's actually really good for my business. I don't have nearly as many external distractions. And when I do interact or go into into town or into Los Angeles or when I attend events or whatever, I'm much more able to be fully engaged because it's not something I do all the time. So when I go, it's intentional. Um, and that shows obviously in how I show up and the energy level that I can bring. Um, and it really just affords me um, a different respect for no traffic and quiet nights. And I can actually see stars in the sky guy on a nightly basis. So that's pretty amazing. <laughs> nice. And I know a lot of a lot of us out there are running businesses. We have minor children. Because you said your youngest is what, 11? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I have the one and he's eight. So <laughs> I know and you, you know, you have multiples at different ages. So I'm pretty sure you're probably running to this activity, that activity. Mm -hmm. So I know you you know how important it is. And she's gonna share that, go into more detail a little bit later, ladies, um, about the importance of outsourcing, mm -hmm. right? And being able to maximize your time. Yep. Okay, so what I wanted to ask Definitely. you before we dive in is, okay, we touched a little bit about your why behind your business and how that came about. What I wanna, what I wanna ask you about now, mm -hmm. uh-oh is what would you say, what, what has been your biggest challenge, whether it be in life or your business? What would you say your biggest challenge was or is, and how do you manage to address it so that you don't become stagnant or immobilized or basically just give up? I would say that the biggest challenge that most of us even, not just me, that most of us struggle with is consistency. I think that what a lot of us do is we have a lot of high energy moments and we channel those into our business, but we can't maintain at that high level for very long. I know that there's tons of folks out there that love that Gary V model, just grind, 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 grind. Don't sleep, just work, 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 work. Um, <laughs> I, don't believe in that. I believe that we need to set aside time for self-care. I think that now that can't be all the time, but that also speaks to consistency. So I typically shut down around 3 p.m. on Fridays and I don't do business again until Sundays. I just don't. <laughs> um, I, I always say my husband's gone about 70 hours Monday through Friday. So on Saturday mornings, I'm typically just a mom and a wife, a daughter, a sister. I'm every other title that I carry throughout my life. Um, I try to focus on being there and being present for those things. Um, Sundays are by appointment only because um, I'm still half doing it. So, you know, I'm going to finish here and start cooking dinner. Um, but I think that it's consistency. So it's allowing myself consistent time off as well as really being detailed with the goals that I set, really using, um, my planners, my calendars, really making sure that I am consistent with the time that I spend 
doing the things that I need to do. And I think that it's a, it's a work in progress for me. So I wouldn't tell anybody to do anything that I'm not doing. So <laughs> it's a work in progress, but I would say consistency has been my biggest challenge. Um, when I'm consistent, I'm successful. When I'm not consistent, I start to see things fall off. So, you know, okay. consistency. Okay. So I want to go back to that, to that part. I want to ask you a couple of other questions, you know, just to kind of give us a give myself and the audience an idea a little bit more about, you know, who you are. Because, of course, when we buy from people, or we make the decision to work with someone, um, you know, we have to connect, you know, with that individual. But I definitely when you talk about your topic, I definitely want you to share if you hadn't already planned on doing it um, just with us. Like, like what what are some of the common things you run into with with your clients and, and and is that one of them consistency but i want you to elaborate a little bit more on that i just want to say it now before i forget but i wanted to ask and i always ask the, these two questions i like to know how do you and i think you even you, you touched on it a little bit but I, I like to know or elaborate on how you ensure that you practice good self-care and secondly what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself or, you know, maybe a young lady, maybe in her early to mid twenties, that's just starting out. Um, that's actually funny you say that. That's actually something that's very important to me. I think that those of us that have gone around the sun a few times, um, more than, <laughs> more than others, um, not only do we, not only should we, but we are responsible to give back, share, and bring up the next generation. If I could go to some of the younger folks today and even a younger version of myself, um, I think one of the most things I would do is I would say, number one, slow down and breathe. <laughs> Um, a lot of things that you're trying to do, doing right now, want to do, don't need to be done in this moment or in this time. Um, you are you are pushing the envelope. Um, that does not mean don't go after your dreams. That does not mean be stagnant and getting your education or getting your your skills or learning about whatever your passion is. It just means that there are certain things in life that we don't need to be in a hurry to do. Um, and if we could do it over, a lot of us would, myself, I'll speak for me, would do that differently. So I think a young version would be slow down um, and listen to your elders. Um, it's funny as I get to, you know, my, my boys are 24, oh God, 24, 28 and 30. And um, one of the things that I, I, uh, I want is, is, happening at this stage in my life is hearing all those things that my mother, my grandmother, my aunties said, um, and hearing that advice and thinking that it was old fashioned or antiquated or outdated. Um, and the, the, the crux of it is, is that it's not. Some of the things that they told you were real. I look at these young girls, I'll tell you one of my favorites, I look at these young girls doing all these makeup tutorials and they got, they got, they got, they got stuck and I'm like, girl, go. I am so proud of you. I, I love what you're doing, but I'm almost like, I want to teach them how to, I'm like, so who's doing the video and how to take it off? Cause my grandmother was like every night, wash your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I look in the mirror now and I realize that I'm getting closer to 50 and, and my skin still looks good. And I still, you know, whatever I'm like, I want to teach them how to wash their face. So it's like, remember the little things, you know, grandma, you know, put lotion on, on, um, you know, just the things that our mothers told us that we thought were not important. We thought they were little. So yeah, I would say, listen to your elders and slow down. Listen to your elders and slow down. Doesn't mean you got to do everything we did. Don't do everything we did. Cause trust me, our generation made some mistakes. Our parents did some things that I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, um, listen, cause there's some gems in there. Just there's some gems in, in, in what us old girls say. Okay. All right. So that that's the uh, advice that you would give either to a younger version of yourself or a, another young person. Okay, I like that. Now, did did you touch base about the uh, self care piece? Oh, 
Uh-oh. Hmm. A little bit of a delay. Here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it kind of got real bad there for a I minute. Missed what you like, said. I said, um, and in reference Just for a second, to the, yeah. <laughs> in reference to the self-care piece, I know you touched on it earlier about I think you said 3 p.m. on Friday, no more work, spend time with family, put on those other those different hats. Did you want to elaborate a little bit more on it? Okay, is this is still a delay? Seems to still be a little bit of a delay, a little bit of choppiness. I'm not sure if the viewers can tell us what they're getting. They might be getting it fine. I've noticed that happen before. They're okay. getting it fine. It looks fine on my screen, but I'm I'm hearing okay. you a little bit choppy. Okay. <clears throat> um, I was talking about self-care. Mm -hmm. To elaborate a little bit more on how you ensure. I'm sorry, you your question was? Okay, to elaborate a little bit more on how you ensure that you practice good self-care. Well, I didn't really process self-care, I'll be honest with you, until about two, oh wow, almost two years ago, I met uh, somebody that we know in common, Lenita, and Lenita Cornette, Major, Sergeant, Major, Major Sergeant, I don't know, she's got, she's amazing. Anyway, Lenita, Purple Camouflage Mentor, she's amazing. And she was doing a project on self-care. And one of the things that hit me as I was working with her and helping her and we were going through things was that self-care is not as much about getting our hair done and our nails done, although those may be elements of self-care for some people. Mm -hmm. Self-care is really what you do for yourself. So for me, that is time with my family, that is cooking and preparing that is um you know those are the things that make me feel good making sure that my home is you know clean and comfortable those are the things that really um matter to me um and then practicing you know there are some elements of self-care that we need to practice on a daily basis i know lenita did a 21 day um self-care challenge and i think that that was one that was really spectacular because it was just really affirming in yourself that you are beautiful and you are worthy and you are smart and you are talented and all of those things and that you're worthy of of god's love and all of those things and i think that that's what some of us forget to do we forget to give ourselves a little bit of a break and remember that we are worthy and we have value and we can overcome, um, you know, but not to our detriment as women of color, we are, we're told we are strong black women all the time. And I'm, I'm of a mind to tell women that we, we are strong, we are capable, but we need to, we need to make some room for moments of, um, doubt or concern. We need to seek help. We need to seek support. Um, we need to surround ourselves with people that love us and care for us. We need to, and if we need any other sort of support, not just medical, if it's mental health, if it's whatever, we need to seek that support. Um, we need to not hide it. We need to not be ashamed of it. We need to not keep it in the family. We need to really, um, so that's another version of self-care for me is, is checking in on my mental health, definitely my physical health. I've had my setbacks, but really my mental health, keeping that at the forefront of, uh, my day and of my life and not being ashamed of the, the challenges I've faced. You know, that's part of the self-care is saying, yeah, I've had this challenge. I, I struggle with this. Um, I struggle with depression. Um, I have long period. I can say that at this stage of my life, my periods of great are better, far, far, far bigger or longer than my periods of, of not so great, but I still, it's still something that I know I'll go through forever. So, I just challenge women to, that's a, another version of self-care is to truly care for yourself, not just your physical, not just what people see. Um, it's actually more important that your self-care take care of the stuff people can't see. Oh my God. You know what? That, oh my God, that, that is, you, you touched on so many things and that's why I like to add, that's why I like to talk about this. Um, Lenita, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, because I, I became or I became familiar with you, Dion, through Lanita, because I think we're, we're both um, part of her her group, her Facebook group. And um, Lanita, thank you for joining us. And let, let us know if you have an issue with hearing us at any time.
please, if you're still with us. So I'm so glad that you opened up that arena to talk about the self-care piece because I think you're right. I think a lot of times we, you know, think of, when we think of self-care, and I notice this a lot when, when you know, when you see different postings. Okay, I don't ask. Okay, I guess she can, everyone can hear us okay. She didn't speak to that. Um, oh, she said she can hear us okay. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, and like I said, when I see a lot of different posts, I think a lot of times we focus on the exterior, like what you just said, in terms of getting our nails done and, you know, getting massages and, 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 mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. And all of those things are great, but I really like what you said about the inside, like really taking care of ourselves on the inside and to be able to expand that expand that 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 whole i guess definition of self-care like even like like for me and this is something that i've learned just i don't know maybe within the last maybe five to seven years that even a part of self practicing good self-care is who you surround yourself with you know what i mean if you if you're surrounding yourself <laughs> with people that uplift you people that 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 you encourage one another you know what I mean? That's a component of self-care. It's a component of self-care, getting enough sleep, right? Um, eating right. Um, you know, doing your body, doing your body good. You know, that's a form of self-care. You know, um, even if right. So I, I mean, so I'm just I'm just saying that, you know, I think we we really need to be mindful of how broad self-care is, you know, and 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 even protecting yourself mentally. Right. You know, like, like like how you talk, like even getting into, um, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're out there. You know, we 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 are exposing ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so to speak. And even dealing with other people's reactions mm -hmm. or other people's responses, like how we deal with that, how we internalize that. It, you, you know what I mean? From time to time. And, and, and just just like like I, and I totally agree with you, Dion, in terms of like the depression, I think that amongst us, as Af especially as African-American women, I'm not saying this is exclusive to us, but but I know that a lot of us deal with this, with depression, you know, and anxiety, mm -hmm. um, living, trying to live mm -hmm. up to societal expectations, you know, because oftentimes I remember being told this, whether it be by my mom, my aunts, I don't have any sisters, but cousins, so on and so forth, that we just kind of, you know, keep your head up. You, you know, you just suck it up and you just move on. You know what I mean? There, there's no time for a pity party. There's no time to process any feelings. There's no time just to throw up a towel and wave and say, hey, I need some help. You know what I mean? So doing those types of things, saying my plate is too full, even something as simple as that or having good boundaries. And I know Sister Lanita talks a lot about that, too. You know, having good boundaries, you know, all of that. <laughs> All of that is under that self-care umbrella. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that that you brought that up and that we're, you know, talking about it. I know we're not going to go into too much detail about it, but that's that's why a lot of us suffer with a lot of depression and anxiety. You know, so that's a part of self-care. That's why every mm -hmm. episode I like to bring it up and talk about it. Mm -hmm. Self-care, self-care. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you ain't, you're not going to be here to even have a successful business, to see your children grow up. You know what I mean? If you don't take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually, mm -hmm. right? Not you, you. Well, we forget. Yeah, we forget. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, you, you went out a little bit. Go. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I think that we give ourselves. Uh oh. Now, I am. Um, it it actually does. It goes, it's it's really deep and it's something that I don't mind talking about. It's not my area of specialty, but it is something that I've learned to practice. Um, like I said, it's mental health, it's physical health, it's eating better, it's sleep is like mission critical. I don't know why we think we can get by on three, four hours of sleep and be our best person. I don't know why, I don't know where that that idea came from, but we need to like, let it go. It, that's not real. Um, most of us need to get our sleep. We need to get our rest. We need to um, make some time 
uh, for those things. But really, I, I do think, you know, there's Maria Kondo and all these people out there and they talk about finding your joy. But the truth is you do need to find things that make you happy. You need to surround yourself with things that are positive, uplifting, that fill you up. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a shift happening where people talking about check on your strong friends. So I always say to people, don't assume that someone's okay just because they say they're okay. Um, and you don't even have to ask what's wrong or what's going on or try, you just need to make sure that whatever you bring to the table, whatever you offer to them, what you bring to their life, that you are filling them back up. Um, and if we all did that, if we all let our lives focused on filling up other people and not, not to our detriment, but if that when we interacted with a person that we brought um, positivity and we brought um, uplifting and encouragement, if we all did that, we would all be full. So if everyone embraced that idea, we would all be full. We would all have what we need. We would all be getting enough. So we would all be getting enough encouragement and positive environments and positive feedback and support and love and experiencing generosity and gratefulness. We would all have that if we were all doing that. We, we were, so if everyone did it, right? If all of us took responsibility, because I can't be responsible for you, I can be responsible for me. So if I'm working hard, I'm making sure that I'm giving to you, I'm taking care of myself so that I can be good for you. But then when I'm with you, when I'm interacting with you, that I am giving you good and positive and not bringing you down and not complaining and not being negative and not doing that. If I'm doing that, then if I'm doing that and you're doing that and Lenita's doing that and Susie's doing that and Joe's doing that. If everybody was doing that, right, the world would be a better place. It just, yeah. it's, it's just that simple. It would be a better place. So for those in, for those ladies out there that, you know, have businesses and we know it can be a very challenging road, a lot of ups and downs. What would you, if they don't have supportive friends and family around them, what what suggestions, what type of suggestions would you would you have for them to get that, you know, to kind of fill some of those gaps and to be able to get some support? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if you don't have those gaps, you need to almost work um I'm sorry, I'm trying to trying to see if it's my internet connection, if I can make that a little bit stronger. Um, I think that if you're not getting that from your friends, and, and I mean, from your close family, number one, I think seeking it, so especially in business, and I'll, and I'll start there, especially in business, seeking support and understanding from friends and family, what I will tell you is probably not your best option. And there's a very real reason for that. Very real, very simple. And when you process it in the way I'm about to explain, it might change, it might shift things for you a little bit. When you go to your cousin or your aunt or your or your whatever, and you are looking for support and understanding in your business and in your in what you're doing, what you are realizing is that your aunt or your mother or your sister, they remember everything about you. Okay. They remember when you peed in the bed. They remembered when you picked your nose. They remember when you fell in church and your underwear were showing. They remember when you dated Pookie down the street and he was no good. They remember, they know everything, okay? So when they look at you today, the lens that they are looking at you through and the, the thing that they are looking at you through is this lens that is clouded with everything they know. Right. So when you say, I'm going to go start this business, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. They remember every failure. They remember every mistake. They remember every time that you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Right. And we've all done things in our past that we would not like brought up in our present. Right. I mean, none of us, I hope, are so perfect that we, we don't have things in our past that we wouldn't like brought into our present. We'd also like to think that we can evolve and change and grow and learn and all of those things. So when you are looking to your friends and your family, remember that the lens they see you through, you and I just talked about our glasses being dirty and why they are dirty. The lens they see you through is clouded with all that stuff you did. So they're like, so now she's gonna go do this? Okay, well, you know, whatever. And it's not that they're not supportive, they're just like, oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. And what we need to recognize is that maybe that's not our best audience. 
Maybe that's not who we need to be talking to. Maybe that is not where we need to be. I encourage entrepreneurs to seek out relationships with other entrepreneurs. That are doing a similar business to you so that you can learn from each other. Now, if you can do that without competition, you are ahead of the game because what you're going to gain from that experience is so beneficial to you. So awesome to you because y'all can share the struggle. There is no reason for a new virtual assistant or a new online business manager to go through some of the struggles, missteps, mistakes, bad judgment, bad contracts, whatever that I went through. Why, why do you need to, you don't need to go through it. You can, but if I'm here and I sit on the board of the International Virtual Assistance Association and I, and I'm interacting in all these groups and I'm always offering advice, take it. Take it and use it. Learn from my mistakes. Learn from what happens when I don't get a contract. Learn from what happens when I devalue my services to the point that I'm feeling taken advantage of. Learn from my mistakes and then go forward and figure out who your audience is, but surround yourself with people that are doing what you're doing. So understand that if your sister, your cousin, your aunt, whatever, have worked for the city, the state or whatever, or the federal government all their life, they've gotten up at, they've gotten up at seven, they've been at their desk by nine, they get off at five and they come home, they won't understand your grind, okay? They will not understand. It's not that they're totally incapable, it's that they'll try and they'll want to, but it's not in there, it's not in their, in their, in their circle of understanding. So you are better suited better served seeking it from people that are doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So if you're not utilizing Facebook entrepreneur groups, if you're not mm -hmm. utilizing masterminds and getting around other people that are doing what you're doing, if you're not investing time and energy into yourself, if you're not doing these things to seek out what the support you need from people that speak your language, yes. you can't get mad. You cannot mm -hmm. get mad at your aunt who's worked the same job for 32 years, gotten up, gone to work, done her thing, done whatever. And then, Everyone is like, I know I keep harping on Lanita. That's my girl. I love her something fierce. Um, but she's in the military, y'all. Yes. <laughs> she is a master sergeant. She, yes. she got, it is so awesome to see her mm -hmm. branching out and venturing into this entrepreneurial world. Mm -hmm. And I know that sometimes for her, the struggle is she's used to things being very regimented and happening mm -hmm. on a very specific schedule at a very specific yeah. time. And I know that for her at times, whether she will say it or not, or smack me upside the head because she can kick my butt even though she's only like this big. Um, <laughs> um, she probably struggles with the fact that it runs a little bit differently in this entrepreneurial yeah. world. And there's a little give and a little take and a little push and a little pull and a little this and a little that. And we have got to get to, you got to surround yourself with people that understand all that, that push, that pull, mm. that, that, that give and take, that understanding because let's just face it. And if our yeah. friends have never worked, oh my God, I used to tell my friends, you are who your friends are. I used to tell my yeah. children that, you know, I had to teach myself that again mm -hmm. when I when I started in this entrepreneurial world is that yeah. if, if nobody's doing what I'm doing, you know, I told my friends, don't pick your I told my children, don't pick your college based on where your friends are going. Pick your college mm -hmm. based on what's best for you. Yeah. Do not do not do that. Pick your pick your school, pick your, your life. Because if you are friends with the friends that you had in high school later on in life, that is awesome. It is a blessing. Yeah. Be grateful. But it's mm -hmm. not necessarily normal. You're supposed mm -hmm. to outgrow them, move on, and do different things. Um, <laughs> Lanita says, thanks for being patient. Girl, you know, Lanita is my, that's, uh, mm -hmm. she could call me, she can call me anytime, be like, I need this. And I'll be like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You know <laughs> um, what? I was, no, I, I, I didn't want that is. But, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to She's remember that so it's sweet. a little bit of lag in there. Um, but, yeah, because I didn't want to cut you off, Dion. But I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. And that's why I wanted to, to bring this up and talk about it because, God, now I can't remember what you said, but I loved it. You said that it's not within their circle of understanding. Mm -hmm. I like that. because, because And I wanted to kind of like elaborate a little bit more because, again, like when we first start out, you know, I know I, I, know I did. I expected my friends and my family to, you know, be there and to cheer me on. And, you know, they were going to, I could go to them and talk to them about different things, you know, as it, as it pertains to entrepreneurship. But the thing of it is, it, it, it uh, entrepreneurship is a mindset. It's a mindset in itself. 
and individuals that don't have that mindset. And it's not, a, not, not, not saying it's a knock or a negative, but if you don't have that mindset, like you said, they're not going to understand the grind. They're not going to really understand everything that's involved or, or what it takes. You know, so I totally agree. And I have to admit, it was a complete game changer for me in my mindset, as well as, you know, my mindset, which obviously affected or had an impact on my business, you know, showing up and how I show up was actually finding support, like online support, you know, like, like actually finding, I think the initial group I found was for women, you know, that have children and that are also entrepreneurs that working towards building their business. And it, it opened me up to a whole world of women that were doing the same thing I'm doing. You know, and like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be the exact same thing, but they're all coaches. You know, whatever type of coach, whether it's financial, whether it's mental health, whether, you know, whatever, business or, you know, such as yourself, you're a consultant. You know, it, we're all doing the same thing and we all are able to support and encourage one another. You know, like if I say to you, girl, I was up last night till, I don't know, three o'clock in the morning, getting my putting putting my lead magnet together. You know, nine times out of 10, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I remember them nights. Or I've been there. Mm -hmm. Or what service are you using? You know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Because we we've been through it. We've been uh -huh. there. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so it's it, I mean, I'm so I'm, I'm telling you, ladies, mm -hmm. whether you I don't care if you just start now with five years in, if you don't have that type of support. Being able to get online, you can connect with women all over all over the world that are doing the same thing that you're doing. You can share ideas, support one another, and learn from one another's um, mistakes. You know, and and that has made the biggest or one of the biggest um, impacts in my business is linking up with other like-minded people, other like-minded women that are doing it. And we just, you know, we're not going to stop. This is what we're doing. We're on a path and we're on a mission to create an impact. So, Dion, I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying uh, chatting with you. But I want to I want to make make sure that we have time to talk about your topic, which is. Um, I want to make I want to make sure I say it right. Um, the, the importance of, I guess it's the importance of knowing when to outsource. Mm -hmm. Okay. So go, go ahead, take it away. I think that one of the most important things I can tell most people about, okay. One of the most important things I can tell anyone about outsourcing, okay. About, about seeking, whether you need a virtual assistant, whether you need a graphic designer, whether you need whatever it is that you need to outsource. Here's the thing. There comes a point where you learning how to do it is costing you more money than paying someone else to do it. Your time is valuable, okay? So it is very important that if, if it's taking you away from the things that make you money, I have um, an old boss who talked and taught us a lot about working closer to the dollar. So your day as an entrepreneur should be focused on doing things that make you money. Okay. You should be working on things that make you money. There comes a point in your business where building your lead magnet, although your lead magnet gets people on your list and it does this and it does that, it is not about making you money. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it will take you, who is maybe not as skilled, four, five, six hours to create a league magnet. It'll take someone maybe like me or even someone who has even greater skills an hour to do what would take you six. And it's at that point that you have to start to think, when does the, when does the value, when does the value out of my time outweigh the importance of me knowing how to do it, doing it myself, saying I can or whatever? When does creating your own logo become detrimental to your business as opposed to having a professional look at it and say, you need to clean it up. You need to smooth it out. You need to do this. You need to do that. You got to, it doesn't fit your brand. When does, when does your entire brand image become a thing where you start talking to folks and you realize that 
none of your none of your stuff matches or is con <laughs> there we're back to consistency right you're not consistent on this one it's purple on this one it's green on this one it's mm -hmm. pink like what are you doing to women entrepreneurs i say sometimes you need to get some outside feedback because if i see one more woman led business that is not necessarily or primarily focused on women with one more pink, frilly, girly, italicized logo, I'm gonna blow my stack. Do you work for men? Yes. Really? Um, if, you know, I think that everything we do should incorporate our faith. We should be led by our faith. Our faith should be integral to who we are. But for goodness sakes, the 12 disciples dozen cupcake company is not necessary. Okay. What you need to do is develop your cupcake company and let your light shine through the way that you, the way that you do business and the way that you treat people. And there are other ways to get the word out about your faith. It's not that that's bad. It's just that everything doesn't have to be in the title, in the name, in the logo, in the, this, because you could turn away business without even knowing about it. So you just want to think about that. When is it time to outsource? It is time to outsource when you are spending more time, you are spending more time behind the scenes of your business than you are out in front of your business. Okay. So a lot of people will bring on a virtual assistant or an OBM or, or any other outsourced thing when, um, They'll bring them on and they want to attach a definitive ROI and a definitive return of in, on investment. And I pay this person this amount of money. I bring in this amount of money. Unless they're a salesperson working on a commission, that is not their role. Okay. And if you try to quantify their role in that way, you will most likely work out to be disappointed. What you do need to do is figure out what, if I can delegate these one, two, three, four, 10 tasks to this person for this amount of money, how much more money can I go make in my business? I tell people all the time, my website doesn't close business. I close business. My contract, I close business. It's me. So all of those things go into what it takes. So when you're ready to outsource is when you realize that your time is not being best spent on your business. When you are getting caught up in the things that someone else can do faster, better, and just, you know, more expertly than you can while you're, I'm going to learn it. So I know how to do my, because the attitude is I'm going to learn how to do it so that they can't take advantage of me. So I tell people learn enough to be dangerous, but really and truly, really and truly Mark Cuban, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, you name it. They are not where they are. Okay. Because they didn't figure out, okay, well I can hire so-and-so to do this because they can do it better, faster and, and, and more efficiently than I can right away. Richard Branson, who's one of my favorite, he's owns Virgin, Virgin airlines and Virgin everything. Um, and his entire modality for, for an, an older white guy, I'm like, British white guy, what, what could you get from him? What could I, little brown girl, get from him? What I get from him is he tells you all the time, hire people, not paper, okay? Resumes and all those things are great, but people and how they fit into your team and into your organization are fantastic. When you hire someone to do a job, let them do it. Do not overmanage them. Do not, do not nitpick. Do not minuscule. When you hire and when you outsource, choose well. And if you don't know how to choose well, then you call someone like me that does this all day, every day for a living, and I will match you or find you the person that you need. Does that come at a cost? Of course, I'm not, I'm not, if I was independently wealthy, I probably still wouldn't give it away for free. So what I'm saying is I've worked, I hire people, I look at people, I hire the right people for the, for the task all the time. If that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. And if it's not, so when you outsource is when it's no longer beneficial to you to do it yourself. There is a period in time in most businesses where it's beneficial to do it yourself. But if it's not getting done, if your business is not moving forward because it's waiting on you, if it's not, then it's time to start getting real. I'm also really good at telling people, what is your budget? And they can tell me whatever their number is. And if I, one, believe in them, I, will, I might do it for less. That's number one. Number two. If they tell me their budget, what I can do is help them assess what are the most efficient, cost-effective things, what are the things I can do for them instantaneously that will build their 
their business? Or what are the three primary tasks that I can complete to help them get to the next level? I may not be able to do their whole list of to-dos. I may not be able to do their whole list of everything they need to get done. But I'm like, so within your budget of X, I can do these three things for you. And we can either table the things to the next month. We can move them to another, you know, we can figure that out. But I can do this. I might even suggest if you call so-and-so, they're less expensive or they might do this or, you know, whatever. So outsourcing is really about the art of delegation. It is an art form. It's about figuring out where you are best. I am best face-to-face with clients. That's where I am good. Okay. Outsourcing, if you, if you are not good at managing your own money, then outsource your bookkeeping. Do it quickly. There's a ton of companies, Bench.co. There's a lot of companies out there that do it affordably, $100 a month. If you are not good at managing money, let somebody else do it. Just, just, just <laughs> let them handle your bookkeeping because it'll cost you more in the end if you don't take care of it now. Okay. So if you are not good at... If you, if you can't proofread, if you don't proofread, if you can't see your own mistakes and you realize that after you put out five blogs that they're like gross errors, hire someone to edit your work. If you want to blog and realize you can't write, hire someone to write for you. <laughs> In other words, there is no business. There is no big business on this planet where one person is an expert at everything. There just isn't. So figure out your zone of genius and work in your zone of genius and outsource everything else. And maybe you outsource it in small bits now and it gets bigger and bigger. Um, You build relationships with the people that you outsource with because you can depend on them because they will work for you because they will do different things. There are ways to outsource that are, oh my God, successful. And there are things I outsource some things that people don't think about. Like I outsource my holiday greeting when I close for the holidays. I outsource that. I go on Fiverr. I find a guy. He has a great voice. He records it. I load it up to my voicemail. I'm done. Right. It takes it. It's less time for me to just write what I want to say and have him do it. than for me for two hours over. Oh, I didn't sound good when I said that. Oh, I breathed funny there. Oh, I, you know, I needed to cough. Oh, I didn't, you know, because we'll tear ourselves to pieces. It's easier. If you need something quick done, outsource that and outsource that task. But if you can't do that, then if you really want a full-time outsource assistant, then if you have never hired somebody, I would say go to an agency. Mine is the Ziva Group. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me all over. You can get to me. Um, But there are other agencies out there that are wonderful and you should go to an agency where people do nothing but recruit and hire and find the best skills to match the job every single time. You will spend more money hiring bad people than you will paying someone to help you hire the right person the first time. So that's your best time to outsource. (laughs) Yeah, I I like that. That was a lot of valuable uh, information. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of ladies out there that are at this point in their business, right? Where, you know, like you said, you have to make a decision and it's better to do it to, you know, evaluate or ask the right questions or, you know, really sit down and evaluate it to figure out if this is where you are and if you could benefit from this. Because that way, like you said, you won't be spending, you know, because like time is money, right? And like you said, because yes, it would take me, because I know I had this, I had this situation like with the, with my website. You know, and that's just the first thing that comes to my mind was I know people were like, oh, well, I've used this and it's real easy. And, you know, you could whip up a site real quick on this Wix. What is it? Wix.com. And somebody else mentioned Square. I think it's called Squarespace. So I said, oh, OK. So I go to the website and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't you know what I mean? And it's like, OK, so am I going to spend X amount of days, you know, doing bit by bit? looking at YouTube videos, trying to figure out how to do it and then going back to it and back and forth. You know what I mean? Where, like you said, it comes a point where you have to kind of decide, do I want to spend the time and the effort to do this when someone else can do it like boom, 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 you know? And so you you just kind of have to weigh that out, you know? And especially, like I said, if you're taking more time, right, to do those types of um, administrative things, I guess, if you will, for lack of better words, and you're not, and it's actually taking you away from, like you said, those money-making mm-hmm. activities, you know? So I know, you know, you gave us a lot of information, but just 
kind of give like a, 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 a very, I don't know, like a one-liner, you know, if you will, for some people that may be watching this, that might still be saying to themselves like, hmm, but I'm still not really quite sure if I should, you know, outsource this or if now is the right time. So just kind of just, just, just briefly give us, you know, something that, that, that they can take away and be able to apply to themselves like today to make that decision. My mother said to me, my mother did a lot of uh, work. She did a lot of handcrafts and design work and interior decorating things. And one of the things that she, a complaint she always heard was, I can do that myself. And so what I tell clients is, I know you can, but will you? Okay. <laughs> I have every ounce of faith in your ability to do this, but will you get it done? Okay. My job is to get it done. That's all I'm focused on. So I know you can, but will you? Okay. All right. Ooh. If you're sitting there right now and you're trying to figure out what to outsource, if you're trying to figure out what to outsource or if you can outsource, there's a couple of things I would encourage you to do. I, I tell people there's three ways to figure it out. Get yourself a piece of paper and I want you to write like it, love it, and does it make me money? And I want you to take that piece of paper with you throughout your day and think about your business earning activities mm -hmm. or the activities you do for your business on a day. Do you like it? Do you love it? Or does it make you money? Because there are some things that you like, but they don't make you any money. There's some things that you love that do make you money. There's things that you're like, I just do it because it makes me money. I don't even, I, I don't feel, I don't like it or love it. I just, it's just, what it has to be done. Those things that you just have to do, those things that just have to be done, those are great things to outsource. <laughs> those are great tasks to outsource um, because it's it's of no emotional value to you. It's just what you have to do to make money. So if you don't like invoicing, if you don't like um, responding to emails, if it, anything, those things, but you really wanna focus on, I'm a huge Cold Stone Creamery fan, but do you like it, love it, or does it make me money? And if it doesn't fall into any of those, then it's really time to evaluate one, is it important for your business? And two, is it important enough that you need to do it for your business or is it time to outsource that task? Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's what so, I So Yeah. So you you know what, Deanne, tell tell our audience if there are any particular um I guess specials or programs that you're offering now, as well as tell us again exactly how they can find you. And when we finish, go back into the comments and just add, you know, I don't know if you want to add a website or your Facebook page, um, you know, whichever you like. But let's let's end on that note so they can know how they can contact you. Um, if you want to follow me personally, um, me personally, just me, which could be a hodgepodge of seven brothers, four kids horses, dogs, and oh my goodness, who knows what, you can find me at It's Just Dion. Um, that, that's, that's the handle that I use most likely for that stuff. It's Just Dion, I-T-S-J-U-S-T-D-I-O-N-N-E. If you want to learn more about how to outsource and how to delegate, I encourage you to follow the Ziva group. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. It's Ziva, Z as in zebra, E as in Edward, B as in Victor, A as in Apple, the Ziva group. If you follow the Ziva group, I tend to give away ideas and tips on how to delegate properly, what are the benefits of outsourcing? What are the things you can expect from a virtual assistant? What are the things you can expect from an online business manager? Um, what are the things that you can do? As far as specials and things, I really like to work within, I struggle with listing specific prices because I don't like people to run away. Um, most importantly, what I can tell you is I do offer a sort of monthly retainer package where you do not have a dedicated virtual assistant, but you can submit your tasks as they come up and uh, we will take care of them. You just pay every month on the first. That starts at about $250 per month and goes up from there. It can be really beneficial for those that recognize that they need support, but they don't know when and how they need it. Um, it's really great if you're a mom or you have, you have, you still work in your day job, um, which I encourage, don't give up your day job. Do not quit your day job. Um, <laughs> um, 
if you're doing that and you need just that little extra help that, you know, so that really works out to be about 10 to 15 hours available of tasks per month. Um, and you can just submit them. We'll get them done. My team and I will get them done and we'll send them back to you usually within 72 hours. Um, that's just a great thing to do because one of the things that I say when I talked about consistency earlier on is that life happens. Life happens to me. Life happens to the best of us. Kids get sick, cars break down, hot water heaters burst, um, snow, whatever. Things happen. I had a horse get stuck in. I've had horses, horse issues, things like that. So things happen. Life happens. So when life happens, you need to have a fallback position. Um, if it's as simple as you need to make sure that you create all your stuff for social media, but you don't know how to use a scheduler, let us go in and get that scheduled for you because that lends to the consistency for your business. That way there's a post going out every day. That way there's something happening. So think about a virtual assistant doing those things to help you be more consistent in your business and show up and be present. Um, again, you can find us at the zivagroup.com. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, I'm sure there's a Snapchat out there, but I really don't Snapchat. I really leave that to the kids. Right. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn again, just Dion. Um, um, and again, that's that's what I do. Um, I'm starting a new, I do goal setting Sundays every Sunday afternoon. That is free and open to everyone. You can join us on Zoom. I'm a passion planner addict, um, but I like to do some goal setting and some accountability. It's free. It's at 4 p.m. Pacific. 7 p.m. Eastern. I'll put the link in the comments down below if anybody wants to know more about that. Um, we get on, we set some goals, we talk about our schedules for the week, and I really promote that idea of really figuring out your schedule for the week and figuring out how many hours you have. Because it's one thing to say, I'm going to build my online course and my landing page in this. And then when I tell you that's going to take you about 20 hours, do you have 20 hours in the week? And then people are like, oh. I don't have 20 hours. What do you mean 20 hours? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So we work a little bit on that and helping you guys place that out and get that, get that done so that you can actually be realistic with your schedule. Um, no amount of entrepreneurship, no amount of success um, should, should take away from your ability to be a mother, to be a spouse, yes. to be a friend. So you have to make sure that those self-care things that we talked about, you have time in your schedule for, we have to make sure that you don't schedule yourself so tight that you don't have time to help your kids with their homework or tell them that you love them and kiss them before they go to bed. There are things that are more important than money. There are things that are more important than that success. So it is important that we embrace scheduling and, and making sure we've allowed enough time in the day um, for things that, that really matter. Cause ultimately at the end of our, at the end of our life, um, what does Maya Angelou say? They'll, they, they may not remember what you said. They may not remember what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. So make sure that the people that are around you, you're making them feel like they were important and had value in your life. Wow. I like that. I want to acknowledge those young ladies that joined us. Lanita, thank you so much. That's my girl too. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you have a very, very busy world. <laughs> and um, Stacy Walker, that's, that's my, my online support person for a while now and a unique teacher that, that joined us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies, taking the time out of your mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon and all you ladies that will catch the replay. Thank you so much ahead of time. And remember, please leave any questions or comments that you have, um, you know, for myself or for Miss Dion in the comments, we'll definitely cycle back around. So I wanted to uh, mention that. And I wanted to say, and see, it, it, I think it kind of slipped me. I know you gave them all your information where they can find you. Um, gosh, it was something else I was gonna say, but I can't, it just slipped me because I was trying to, I didn't want to interrupt, <laughs> but I forget y'all be having, I have senior moments now. That, that Oh, I know what I want to say. I cannot believe you said you got a 23-year-old or 24-year-old. <laughs> My boys are 24. Okay, they're, they all have birthdays coming up. So one just turned 30. Mm -hmm. The next one will turn 29 on will turn 29 on July 2nd. And then my baby will turn, my baby boy will turn 25 on July 15th. Yes. Wow, yes. Dion, I had no idea. 
I had no no idea. You don't even look like you're old enough to have kids that old. Oh my god, I have a, I have an eight year old. I, I keep telling them I'm not. I keep telling them I'm not. I keep telling them I'm just a friend of the family now. Why you I can't be, <laughs> can't be calling me mama with a deep voice and beards and stuff? People be like, like oh gosh, okay, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for for coming, and that that was such such good information. I mean, you're just a, a wealth of knowledge. And I'm so glad we connected. And definitely, you know, at some point in the future, I'm sure I'll be reaching out to you again because I, I love, you know, doing different collaborations. And, you know, I'm always thinking and thinking of different things that I want to, you know, be able to bring to the audience to help, to help, to help us succeed, you know, succeed in our business and, um, you know, ma manifesting our, mm -hmm. our desired lifestyle, right? That we truly want and, and, you know, that we desire as well as deserve. So thank you again. And thank you ladies for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. And again, this is, I'm your host, Jacqueline Kabai Harrison. I am a confidence and success coach, and I work specifically with African-American women that have coaching and or consulting businesses. And like I say, you have just joined us for a Queens Roundtable show, which, happen, which happens uh, every second and fourth Sunday of the month at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you for joining us. And please tune in again uh, the uh, second Sunday in July. I'm going to have another entrepreneur on. So thank you again, Dion. Any any closing words before we end for today? Uh, no, y'all. If you don't do anything else today, be blessed. Have a good All night. right. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Talk to you again soon.